0: All of us want to make a difference. As veterans, we committed to protect our country. We served and sacrificed for the things that mattered most. Those experiences shaped our lives, even if it isn't always obvious to those around us. And now that we've served, our commitments have taken on a new meaning. We're husbands, wives, parents, friends, and neighbors. But sometimes we still feel alone. We forget that our biggest challenge can be to ask for support when we need it. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans, service members, and their loved ones. Dial 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat online at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. It matters. Welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. My name is Travis. I'm the host. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hubazo Network. You can find out more on hubuzoo.com And as always, I want to thank my sponsors who so generously support me with everything they do. Uh, Joyce ASEC of ASAC Real Estate, Reaper Detailing and Power Washing, and my supporters, Simper Savage, Bottom Gun Coffee, and Quezon Shaving Company. I am excited. You know we're dropping this in April, and my guest here, um, and I have gotten to know each other over the last couple of weeks, months. And I've talked to filmmakers before. But I haven't talked to one like this. I'd like to welcome Michael Olson to Oscar Mike Radio. Michael, thank you for joining me.
1: Not a problem. It's an honor to be here.
0: You know we started talking over Facebook. Surprise, surprise! Not a bad surprise, and i got really interested in your project and you told me a lot of this formulated during your time in the military you were an army veteran and to what you're doing now now just to start us out kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your military career please
1: well i uh i started out uh serving uncle sam uh in 1988 um served in uh different divisions Uh, i served with the third infantry division Uh, i served under 82nd i served with 101st and my last division was first Infantry division out of uh, fort riley
0: wow what were those years like because you weren't in like me for four years you spent over two decades in the army overall how would you summarize or flavor your army 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 life i can definitely tell you that it's changed
1: over the it changed during the 22 years i was in um, it was more when i came when i first came in it was more of a do as you're told and don't ask questions uh, closer to the end Uh, Because the Army, understandably, wanted to uh, get away from the persona of of being mean, I guess, they started changing their their training tactics. Um, And it went from, as I said, it went from being a uh, do as you're told, don't ask questions, to uh, do as you're told, do you have any questions.
0: You know, it's not, you're not exaggerating. Like I've read several, you know, articles and several, you know, things in the army times where they made a very conscious choice to change the way the army did things. And, you you know, they'll, they'll tell you, of course, it's for the best, but, but do you feel like it really improved things or did it, did, are they missing something now?
1: No, I, I think the army took a good direction. They wanted a, uh, a smarter army, um, they, you know, they, they kept up with uh, the evolution of the uh, tech-smart-type soldier. And really, that's where I see the armies going, because the, the future battlefield will not be fought hand-to-hand. It'll be fought electronically. And tech tech technologically, uh there'll be there'll be techno- technological battles rather than you know.
0: Well how, how weird is it, right, that now you have people sitting in Arizona flying remote aircraft two, three, four thousand miles away and putting, you know, rounds on target and you know, not even breaking a sweat. They're they're in an air conditioned place. And then they go home at night it, it just that part of you know it, it is strange to me i never thought i would see that happen um and so you think the army adapted around that
1: yeah and 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 i gotta say my hats off to those guys because they got my butt out of, out of a lot of situations yeah so you know having those drones uh were were beneficial to us and my, and my guys um there were drones on ground in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh but I, you know, and, and people ask me, don't you get jealous of those guys? No. I mean, if truth be told, if I was smart enough, I probably would have gone the Air Force. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy that uh that that likes to be in the thick of it. Um you know even what's going on even what's what's going on right now with ukraine i have seriously thought about going over to ukraine and helping them fight but i'm I'm too old for that crap now so (laughs)
0: let's talk about ukraine first before we go into uh the the film we'll get into that but just just you know what do you think of, of, of what's going on there like like my question to a lot of the senior enlisted and you were either senior enlisted or an officer with 20 plus years in is I thought based on what I read that the Russian army was much better than what we've seen, or is it a, a fact where the Ukrainian people are saying, you know, you're not going to take this without paying for it. I mean, what do you, what do you, am I reading that wrong?
1: No, you're not reading it wrong. And, and I've got to say this, I, I firmly believe that Putin is our generation's Hitler. I mean, the the comparison is so, so dead on, in my opinion. Um, I think the Russian army was, or they're, they're not a force to be reckoned with, but I think a lot of them, a lot of the soldiers, the Russian soldiers, are are becoming disenchanted because they were lied to. Uh, you know, when when you're asking them to invade a neighbor like Ukraine, um, a lot of them have have the Ukrainians and the Russians have mutual respect for each other, which is why you see a lot of uh, upwar. Uh, from the Russian people themselves about protesting this, this, this whole situation. They didn't want this. The soldiers don't want this. Ukrainians don't want this. And when people say it's Putin Putin's war, that's exactly what it is. And I think, I think it's a combination of, of the, Russian, the Russian soldiers uh, hesitant to fight uh, because they feel like they're killing their brother and you know it's a combination of that and the fact that ukrainians are putting up a bigger fight than anybody expected <laughs> i mean Zelensky is he's an incredible leader yeah. and he shows great tenacity
0: i just get concerned because people you know ask me like look i'm not a military expert by any stretch but i i have read a lot of soviet history about how they do warfare and i'm like eventually what they're gonna do is just throw numbers at it and they're gonna start leveling towns and infrastructure to prove a point he's got a safe face now so it's not going to be about keeping the infrastructure intact it's going to be about leveling the place and that that concerns me greatly because you know we we haven't seen warfare to your point like that since world war ii
1: i think i think i think this this whole conflict that putin has gotten himself into I think it's gonna be the death of him. His own people, as I said, his own people are starting to turn on him. Um, you know, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall uh, between the, in, in the, be in the ranks among the Russian soldiers, because I'm sure that, you know, they're, they're split along party lines per se. You know, you got your diehard soldiers that are, you know, believe in what they're doing. And on the other side of the line, you've got those who are like, what are we doing here? We don't need to be here. We don't, you know, we shouldn't be here. And I think it's gonna gonna end up ruining uh, uh, the Russian economy because they're already suffering. You know, and the the Russian people are are going to, I think they're gonna, I, I think Putin's time is limited.
0: Well, it is the thing, right? I mean, I, I definitely agree with some of the parallels between him and Adolf Hitler. I'm I'm very concerned that you know this could get out of hand. Uh, you know, I'm kind of disappointed in China and India that they haven't outright condemned what's going on. It, it's very worrisome because we're so entwined with those two two countries, right? But um, it just goes to show too that you know we're seeing this happen in real time, and there's there's a cost, not just in terms of you know, things expended, but the, the people pay a cost too. And, uh, you know, as we started talking, I think that's what kind of drew us in is, is you're trying to tell a story in a very different way when it comes to th- the war movie or war story, right? I mean, where where did you get that start in, in wanting to tell the story?
1: Well, when I retired, when I was medically retired in 2013, i found myself in a familiar boat to a lot of guys who you know spend so much time doing what they know and then all of a sudden they're putting put out the pastor per se and they have to find what they're going to do next so i you know trying to come up with a plan of how to live out the rest of my life i i remembered uh that while me and four or five of my other battle buddies uh, were sitting in Iraq uh, in in 2003, you know the subject came up on on you know your favorite war film, and the general consensus was Hollywood never seems to get it just right. They always you know they always embellish what war is. They, they, they never seem to get the facts right. So it was then that I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something that has never been done before. And I ran it by a couple of friends of mine and they were like, you know what, there's nobody better to tell a war story than a combat veteran himself. Somebody's been there, done that, got the T-shirt. So I was was surfing the internet one night, and I came across uh, a blog by retired First Sergeant Gene Hicks, who happened to be uh, in Mosul uh, the day of the bombing. And I read his blog, and one line really stuck out to me and that line was i heard somebody crying and i looked over to see to see a female soldier laying on the floor her hair and her coat was smoking she was crying and asking for help as she crawled towards her friend who minutes before she was sharing lunch with lay dead and that line, I knew it. I, got, I said to myself, I got to do something with this. So I took that female soldier. I gave her a life. I gave her a family. And I just started writing from the heart. And from the get-go, I wanted to use as much accurate information as I could um, you know, the, the, the antagonist obviously is, uh, Abu Musab al zarqawi Uh, the sniper who takes out one of the characters is an actual sniper who was there at the time, who takes credit for killing 143 American soldiers. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind, and I'm confident in saying that this will be the most accurate military action drama ever written based on an actual event.
0: And that drama, ladies and gentlemen, is The Dark Side, and it's written by uh, Michael Olsen, and we're talking now. And you, you, you do this. Where did your... Do you have any kind of film background? You're, you're trying to do this movie. Did you study film at all? No, I... I reverted
1: back to what I was taught in the army. And that is if you want to learn how to do something, just go out there and do it. So I taught myself how to write a screenplay. Uh, I taught myself how to do a budget. I taught myself how to do a, a shooting schedule. Uh, I'm, I'm basically self-taught on, a, on this whole thing. Uh, I was smart enough to connect with people who've been in the industry. Um, and... Um,
0: You know i learned from that you know this this one of the things that kind of drew me into this is you took action you had this idea and you took action about it and i thought it was relevant because you know for a lot of us veterans, we've been in this ptsd or awareness mindset for a long time now now we're trying to take action doing it and you know, the story is very different. I don't want to give it away all right here I want people to, to watch the movie, but you approach this project from different perspectives that aren't done on TV and movies. I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, that could be, you know, some of my buddies, you know, wives, girlfriends, kids talking before they ship out. That was me and my You know, Sergeant talking the five-ton, pulling our missiles. I I mean, why don't you think people have done it this way before?
1: I think it's because they're scared. They Mm. don't know. Um, You know, I, I, I came up with the title Dark Side. Because everybody has a dark side, um, and soldiers in particular are more prone to go to that dark side because we have to. It's it's our survival. It's where we survive. Um, we do things that that nobody should ever have to do we've seen things that nobody should ever see um you know what you see on TV or in the news is is watered down um and i think i think it's time that the true side of what a military family goes through Uh, when a loved one is deployed, I think it's about time that 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 be brought to light because I think people, even though they may not be related, um, but the common threat is everybody, at the highlight of Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom, everybody knew somebody who was going to Iraq or Afghanistan. And it's hard for these soldiers to talk about it. Um, There's still things that I don't talk about. My wife learns more about what I did when I'm sleeping than when I'm awake.
0: No, that happens.
1: Yeah. And and I think people really need to understand that post-traumatic stress disorder is a real thing. It it is there, and there's residual PTSD, and that has never been shown in in any film uh, or television show that 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 I can remember. And residual PTSD affects the the family members, the spouses, the children. Um, It's, it's a real thing.
0: That was one of the things that when I got to it and like, okay, click the, 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 the light switch went on the bulb, you know, lit up and I'm like, oh my God, you know, we, we've, we've never truly seen someone unpack a conversation between husband and wife about what's going on i mean they they try to do it in american sniper a little bit i think it was glossed over in my view but not to the way you did it and it's going to touch some nerves i think for people out of the military but more importantly for husbands and wives in the military like like you get real what was that like trying to to bring that emotion to what you're doing michael
1: um, a lot of the scenes, or a majority of the scenes, were hard to write. Um, had to be, had to be. I mean, um, they they hit home. Um, you know, um, like there's one scene where the main character is is talking to his wife on Skype. And he, they end up getting mortared and the wife can hear it. And she watches as her husband grabs his his body armor, his weapon, and he hauls ass, I'm sorry, hauls out the door. And that actually happened to to, that was a situation that my wife and I were in we were talking one night um, and we started getting hit and she watched as I did that and um, she sat in front of her computer until I got back
0: she did not move did and she? it
1: scared the hell out of her
0: I was going to ask, did she ever truly like tell you what those moments were like waiting for your face to come back?
1: She said those were the hardest waiting times of her life. now my wife, I love her to death. She was when we got married, she, she had no knowledge of the military. You know, she was, she was born in, in central Georgia. In a small town where, you know, the outside world, they knew it existed, but they had no knowledge of it. And when she jumped in the seat, it's like she was made to be an army spouse. And she's, she's my rock. I mean, she's, I'd be lost without her. And a lot of soldiers feel that way about their spouses and you know um another another point i'd like to make is why how i came up with dark side is because i i want to send a message to my brothers and sisters that (laughs) There's always a way out. There's always a way out. It kills me when I hear about, (laughs) excuse me.
0: Sorry, sorry.
1: About another service member making that final decision and I've, I've learned that it's not just a US pro- problem. This is worldwide. I mean, in the UK, they have a big problem with veteran suicide. Japan has a big problem. I big mean, problem. It's, it's, no ma- it doesn't matter who you serve or where you serve from, if you've been in combat, you're going to get PTSD, and my heart goes out to these Russian soldiers uh, because I know where they're coming from. I know I know exactly how they're feeling, and you know I, that's the 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 message of the dark side. As I said, is twofold: one, to give and to give the audience. A real view of what it is to be a soldier, what it is to be married to a soldier, what it is to be the child of a soldier, and to tell our my brothers and sisters that there's always a way out. Just because you have that dark side doesn't mean you have to give in to it. You can fight it. A lot of us do fight it. There's a support out there. It is going to trigger. A lot of. A lot of. Of, of good. Maybe, maybe good. But a lot of probably bad memories. Um, one thing I'd like you. To do. Is or one thing I'm going to do. Is when we finally do get the opportunity to go into production, um, I am going to have a psychologist on set because a lot of the support roles, like the soldiers and you know, and that sort of thing, I it is my goal to use in the cast as many veterans as I can. I want this to be the first military film. That is categorized as a true veteran cast film, and I think it's important to have a psychologist on set because a lot of us, me included, are gonna—you know—it's—it's going—it's going to affect us. As you're, as
0: you're, as you're telling this, as you're going through this, I mean, we could sit here and talk about the technical aspect of it, but I really think it's more important to talk about, you know, what this is bringing up because, you know, we've talked several times on the phone about certain parts of this and, you know, you know, certain lines, there's a line, I don't want to give it away in the first, like, you know, 10 minutes of the, of the, of the film script that I read that I'm like, Hey, Michael, that, that just, you know, that whole comment about souls just stopped me dead in my tracks, you know, I didn't serve in combat, but you know, I did lose fellow Marines in peacetime and had to unpack that. That was, that was, that was difficult. I can't imagine what combat is like, right. I never, I never could, but you know, what I did see, uh, I served a lot of desert storm one uh, Marines, You, you know, before they had the Gulf war syndrome, thankfully mm-hmm. diagnosed what was going on right and, and so they were changed that they, 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 they were changed and I, and I really got impressed upon that combat changes you
1: it it, it does it, it does change you and no through no fault of the of the military they found themselves having to play catch up yeah um you know because they didn't immediately recognize what being in combat does to a person you know they don't realize how it affects a soldier if he sees an enemy combatant um laying in the street uh and he's skinny as, as, as a broomstick and then he goes back a week later and the same guy, the same combatant, is four times the original size they don't they didn't realize what that does to a soldier and you know i i I just think it's about time that the the movie going audience i think it's about time they see it from our point of view they've seen it from hollywood's point of view now it's time to see it from our point of view
0: and that and that's what really kind of got me and and you know i'm like okay hey michael i've never read a script before really in depth but that's what you know okay i'm gonna read parts of this over and over again until i get it and, and as i got through it i'm like these are Th- there's things you're doing in this script that I, I've watched a lot of more movies. I think, I think my all time, well, I've got two favorites. I've got black Hawk down and, um, yes. um, a bridge too far. Bridge oh two- yes. Yeah. World war two movie, you know, a lot of big names and that, and that was a very like military-esque movie because in the end the allies failed miserably due to a mm-hmm. lot of things that, civilians don't understand, but yeah, in the military, if you don't. So, but I'm like, you, you didn't see, I'm I'm like, I don't think I've ever had anybody flush out the conversation between a child and their parents, not just the, you know, father, but the mother or siblings talking about what's going on. I don't think that's ever been done, Michael. And that's what really drew me into this. And if it I'm hoping it draws other people the same way.
1: I, I, I and I'm open to the same thing. And and one common thread among military children or military dependents is a lot of them want their parents to be normal parents. You know, um, I've I've had you know I, I've heard conversations where daughters have asked their dads. Why can't you just be a normal father? You know? Why why can't you be there for my volleyball game or my softball game or, you know, why do you have to go away? And kids, especially younger ones, don't understand that it's not only a job, but for a lot of us, it's it's a calling it's a calling that we feel we must answer and when people ask me why did you why did you deploy four times i said so your kids wouldn't have to and if if i can keep my neighbor's 10-year-old son from facing possibly deploying to fight in iraq or afghanistan if i if i can keep them from doing that then i've done my job
0: the script the script is done and the script really is different i i I can't be the only person thinking that where are you at now with this project as you bring it to life michael
1: well i i have a production team um on paper um, what I'm really looking for is somebody or, or, or as people to embrace the fact that this story needs to be told. Um, Oliver Stone read the first, very first draft, and he even said, this is a story that you need to tell. Um, you need to get this film made as soon as possible. Well, that was it years ago. I'm still going at it. I've had a number of doors slammed on my face. I've had a lot of empty promises, but I don't give up. And I will not rest until I see this film made. And what I'm looking for is people to embrace the idea Of this film the messages of this film uh and who see and have the same vision of this film that i do um i'm not gonna lie yes i'm looking for investors Um, the budget right now is is just about 20 million but it's not going to be 20 million spent on cgi or or or, or it's not going to go to waste the 20 million will go to telling a very very accurate story
0: you know this is one of the aspects I absolutely enjoy about being able to do Oscar Mike radio is being able to, you know, see these things come to fruition. And it's just because of people like you who do not give up, you know, what And I, and I tell other people there, there's people out there, us veterans who are like, Hey, I don't know how to do whatever this is, but I just said, you know what, I'm just going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And and they never quit. They never stop. They never take no for a final answer and something beautiful comes out of it. So, you know, I I I mean, if,
1: if, if people want to learn more about the project, there is a Facebook page. If you go into Facebook and search the dark side, you'll come across my Facebook page. And if you can't just look me up send me a message and I'll 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 hook you up with the Facebook page. And then there's also uh the darksidefilm.com, which if they go to that website, uh they can read about, you know, they, they can read the synopsis of the film. Uh they will uh be able to learn about the 14 American soldiers that lost their lives that, that day uh they'll be able to learn about what unit they came from who they were um and 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 what they did and i just don't want their deaths to go down in vain you know what i'm saying they have a story if i can't tell the story for the living at least let me tell it for the dead
0: well, michael i'm going to have all the links to your facebook page and the film's website and the oscar Mike radio show post if you are interested you can you know reach out to michael he'll get right back to you um you know I, I don't see any reason why this this can't be an engaging story i don't i don't see any reason why you can't get the veteran community to come around you and support you um You know, I just go back to your wife for a second, as she's seen, you take this journey. What are her thoughts on, on the film script and the film progress?
1: She's worried about understandably how it's going to affect me. Um, she's worried about me being on set during filming. Um, but I tell her, look, different soldiers had different ways to deal with what they've seen and done this is my therapy to accept what i've done and to accept what i've seen and done this is my therapy my therapy is writing um i mean i had never prior to starting this project i had never put word one on paper and i I blew myself away. I blow myself away at, at, at what I'm able to write. But as I said earlier, it comes from the heart. I write from the heart. And it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be an emotional journey. It's gonna be a roller coaster. It's not gonna be one of these shoot-em up kind of war films. It's going to take the viewer on an emotional journey.
0: Yeah. It, it so, did me. It did me. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there watching, you know, from from invisibly watching the, the conversations and the interactions play out. And, and I'm like, these kind of conversations happen a lot more than people know. And they're never talked about. So I, I just think that you've hit on something that is truly unique like you can sit there and make that claim that this hasn't been done before and i don't think it has
1: not to this magnitude i don't and and, and people are like how can you be so confident that it's never been done before easy you've never had a combat vet write a story like this you know i have nothing against hollywood writers but it's like me trying to write a film about being president yeah i don't know what it's like to be president I'm not going to write about it. You know, it's, it's, and, and they have all these advisors and, 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 and technical advisors and military advisors on set. But being told how it is and actually living that experience as you're writing or filming, it's a whole different ballgame.
0: Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm with Michael Olson, army veteran, uh, combat veteran who has, um, in the process of creating this story called the dark side, I will have all the links to his website and Facebook page in the Oscar Mike radio show post. And we're, we're going to watch him get this thing created and, and hopefully get the support you need. How, how can people, you know, help out or, 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 you know assist you if they can with what you're doing Michael
1: by getting the word out if there's one thing I've learned is is investors look for projects with a strong social media following because that indicates that there's that there's an interest and investors are 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 more likely to invest if they see a social media following. Um, it, it's like, for example, my Facebook page, um, about a month ago, it went from, I went from having 1,200 followers to almost 5,000 followers now. <laughs> and that's an, emor- that's an enormous jump. And, you know, the, the, the dark side Facebook page, I think it's up to almost 900 followers now in less than a month. So, you know, the, the, the more followers that I can get on social media uh, would increase the chances of getting investors. Because it's not just, they just don't look at the story. They want to invest in something that, to be quite honest, is going to make them money. And they see if they see a project with say five thousand followers. That is a indication to them that maybe this guy's got something here.
0: Yeah. I'm certainly going to do what I can, not only for for this show, but you know, as you go through your journey, whatever I can do to help you. You know, I'm here. Uh, certainly, enjoy getting to know you and understand how this works. And I, I didn't know a whole lot. You know, I'm asking you questions about how script stuff works. I'm like, he, he must think I'm this complete noob wasting his time, Uh, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's not like reading a book, you know, there's other things involved with that. So I really appreciate your patience.
1: It's like this, there's never a dumb question. I had questions that I didn't know the answer to and. I just didn't say, you know what, I'm not going to find out. No, I went out there and I, if I couldn't get somebody to answer the question for me, I looked it up and you know, that's where it is now.
0: Well, we hope to see you uh, succeed. Hey, I I, I told you before and offline and, you know, through Facebook messages and we're emailing each other. Hey, I'm here definitely, you know, I, I just like how original this is and you know, it's kind of in some ways i'm thinking it's kind of sad to say that we're after all this time of storytelling in hollywood that it, it took this long to get one right but it sure is nice to see somebody you know working to get it right and um i wish you all the best my man
1: i appreciate it thank you sir
0: well again i am with michael olson he's a u.s army veteran 22 years retired and you know got out of the military and started working on this project called the dark side i will have the links to the the film's website which you need to check out and also the facebook page in the radio show post you can check it out please like share and subscribe with your friends and media circles and let's get this thing made and let's help michael on his way michael i want to thank you for coming on i really appreciate it this is just we'll start off as a simple message just turn into something so uh, wonderful amazing thank you
1: well, no, thank you. Yeah, I was—it's uh, been my honor.
0: Well, as we say in Hawk, Michael, we are mission and flight. Thank you very much, and uh, we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. I want to thank you for joining me and watching Oscar Mike Radio. Now go to OscarMikeRadio.com and click Shop. Check out all the cool merchandise from Authentically American. All proceeds go to veteran service organizations. We are Mission in Flight.